It's bad. Anime. All right, I'm up. I, I guess cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm up too. Awake then. Oh no, I, me- I meant I meant I meant uh, throbbing erection. Oh no, we're recording, aren't we? Come Guzla, come, come Guzla. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm John, I'm, and I'm slightly disappointed we used that bit. Just kidding. I'm Rob. <laughs> And this is Bad Anime, the the podcast where we decide, is, is this, this anime, anime bad? bad? Okay, and t- today, <laughs> we're going to be talking about something that goes by many names. Well, yeah, right? there's fucking three official titles for this, and there's so many names. But if if you're like us and you're using Crunchyroll in uh, North America or wherever you are globally, um, the title you'll know it as is, is Gunbuster 2, So, which is probably what we're going to call this episode. Even though, yeah, we'll we'll go with that. Even, I, I even think though like, it's very yeah. prominently called Diebuster because Diebuster is what's used in the actual program itself and in the insert, which me and Bouncy did a spectacular say, cover of, by the way. I was gonna say even like the the show itself calls itself Diebuster, but then when I look at it, it says Gunbuster Two. So, and, or there's the actual Japanese title, which the rough translation is, um, well, because the original Gunbuster, the original title in Japanese was a roughly aim for the top. That was a translation. Oh, yes. And I this think is, I read, the, read and about th- that, too. And this is called... The, the official title for this is kind of Aim for the Top 2. So, I don't know. Okay. So, th- th- it's Gunbuster 2. It's, We're calling it Gunbuster 2. It's Gunbuster except 2. For when we do the, except for when we do the Die Buster. Die Buster! <laughs> Which we will do at least three more times, I'm sure. I, I feel like it's the biggest earworm in this show. It is. It was. I, I told you before we were recording, but it was legitimately my favorite part of every episode. And I was so sad in the second half where they just dropped it completely and just yeah. did the title cards and no and no singing. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Well, cla- of course, you know, like people were dying, and it was a very serious situation. So well, I guess well, not the best time this- to come in and be like, "I bust that," but it would have been really. Fun. It would have been funny as hell, though. But that's the thing. This was Studio Gainax being Studio Gainax because the whole yes. the whole reason this was created apparently was for a twentieth anniversary. Of Gainax, yep. you know, very similar to Kamen Rider Black Sun, which we just covered, mm-hmm. which is the 50th anniversary of Rider. Right. So we have one of these um, tributes. And this yeah. is just very interesting to me in particular because of who directed this thing. Because originally it was Hideaki Anno who directed Gunbuster. Now yes. we have his uh, protege. And let me just make sure I still got the name here. Yes. Akazuya Surumaki um, mm, di- okay. directed this bad boy. Um. Sudomaki has a few credits that mean something to me. Um, he directed episode 25 of Ava. So I'm like, hmm, okay. Just that one, huh? <laughs> I, well, I, no, well, I think that's the only one he had full directorial credit for. Um, he He's a co-credit on the end of Ava. And I, wow. I think all the rebuilds. Wow. All signs point to this guy being one sick fuck, huh? Well, I mean, if if you're learning from Ano, what are you gonna learn? <laughs> what are you gonna learn? Exactly. You're not gonna exactly. get a cha- you're not really gonna get a like a sense of childlike wonder. Well, if you do, it's gonna last two episodes, and then you know. Yeah, and then immediately fall into a feat of depression ble- afterwards. Ble- then everything's gonna turn bleak, bright red, and th- people are gonna get impaled violently. Once that happened in this series, I'm like, okay, we're back in Ava territory. I am like, here we go. Oh, we were back in Ava tori- territory a lot in this show. I think like you know what was really funny about uh mm-hmm. about this one specifically mm-hmm. um it being the second gunbuster right? I, right I did recall a little bit of the plot of the first gunbuster mm. um but there were so many moments where I kind of said to myself oh this is definitely studio guy yes because 
Like the end, it's so funny. The end of the thing, yes, reminded me of the end of every single Gainax anime that I've ever seen, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> was that like?" And I was thinking because the end of this Gunbuster Two aligned with actually the end of Gunbuster One, yes. which we'll talk about, which I love a little bit. It's great. I, I, I thought that was great, but but I said to myself, I was like. Wait, was that the end of Gunbuster One, or was that the end of Darling in the Friend? Or was that the end of? Oh, was that the end of Ape? Like or, there were so many, or is that the end of Gurren Lagann? Mm-hmm. Like there were so many animes that I was like, what? Which one was that? And of course, it was the first Gunbuster, but yes. it just reminded but, me but of no, literally everything actually, they've ever done. Speaking of Gurren Lagann, that comes up. It, it reminded well. There's definitely a lot of parallels between this yeah. and Gurren because this came out like two or three years before Gurren Lagann, somewhere around there. Yeah. And you could tell, like, the way Gynex was kind of going with it. You know what I mean? So this is definitely a curious piece of anime history because even though it was supposed to be a sequel to freaking Gunbuster, which it was, you saw a lot of elements carry over into Gurren Lagann and definitely even some of the Gynex staff who eventually left to form Trigger when they took mm-hmm. when they did uh, Darling in the Franks. Because you saw right. a lot of prototype, you saw a lot of, like, early Zero Two kind of stuff in here. We- yes. And we had Nono, who was, you know, every anime protagonist at the time. You know, yes, yes, and also like and very, very similar to uh, yeah, very annoying <laughs> and very similar to uh, the zero two character build without the horns, exactly. Very similar, like the long pink hair and stuff. You had the um, she was oh she had she had like a sidekick or somebody that was also piloting a gunbuster at the time was Tycho Tycho or something. Yes, yes, the little bouncy one. Yes, who, she was the little bouncy who, one who had like uh, the, probably the best episode of the bunch in episode three. Good. She did. She did. She also had the like. She had like weird Ray Ayanami Asuka stuff that she did sometimes. Like yes. she got in like a fetal position once after being defeated or something. Well, or I, mean, and I was yeah. like, huh, huh. That's that's this smells like. <laughs> <laughs> this is suspicious to me. I've had that smell before. This butt's hmm. been used. This butt's been used. <laughs> And boy has it, my God. <laughs> I was about to go, I was about to go on a 20 minute rant about Ed and Eddie. Thank you for stopping me dead. <laughs> Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> uh, I shook my yeah, head way was, too violently this was, for that. Oh, you did. I, are, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? Okay, this is you uh, can't avoid this anymore. Like it's like 130, 30 in the afternoon. And I have a monster in my hand, so I got those little caffeine little right now. So if I have way more, yeah, and energy. it's like it's a weird time. We usually don't record at this time unless it's on like a. Well, I guess no. I guess we do record at this time. When do we record? I don't usually really more e- towards the evenings. Like, towards the evenings, like, yes. like when I'm settling down and not getting prepared for my day. Oh yeah, and also I won the G1 climax pool last night, so I am riding high. You did. You've been you've been having a really good year. You won. <laughs> Both Royal Rumble pools earlier this year. You won the G1 Climax. God damn. It, it's been this a, is your year. It's been a this good year. It's been year. a very good wrestling year for me. But the G1 has yes. scared me a bunch because towards the middle of the tournament, I was not looking confident. But a, a couple of key choices in the bracket saved me. Your bracket was almost perfect. It was near perfect. I think like my, my you one had two lose blemishes. out was uh, yeah, evil. Uh, was my was my lose lose out in the round of eight. Yeah. And then there was somebody else. Yeah, I think you had well Kaito in there, there, but he didn't make it. 
Actually, I didn't have. Oh, yes, I had Kaito at the bottom. Yeah, you, yes, you, you had Kaito I had Kaito at, at uh, second place in A block and had him lose. Which we all did. Which we all we did. All and did. then Hikuleo came back and just showed everybody I that he's just I like. Mean, it's I, cool I, that they're giving Hikuleo something to do. I mean, I was just so unexpected. I'm like, sweet. I just thought he would. I thought he would absolutely fuck since the beginning of the tournament mm. because he, he retired Jay White. Yeah. Right? So he did. I'm like, okay. He's coming into this G1 like, oh, like fire, Big Dick okay. Hikuleo. Like, yeah. here we go, baby. And he loses to, like, Scrubs in the first three matches. Yeah, and then he Chase just Owens beats everybody. and Gabe Kidd. Who? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Chase Owens. God, Chase Owens. The crown uh, jewel, baby. The crown jewel of the Bullet Club. For life. War dogs. Well, well congrats on your win. Thank you. Uh, this this was six episodes. <laughs> oh, and yeah, so I should say, like, in the context of how I watched these episodes, so I got home probably around, like, I was running around all day yesterday, got home and maybe, like, uh-huh. ten, uh, no, probably, like, nine-something, like, to- mm-hmm. nine towards, maybe towards nine, actually, no, closer to ten o'clock, got home, just chilled out for a little bit, then I said, huh, I'm gonna crush some baked ZD, have two beers, and watch and watch some uh, Gunbuster, I almost said Gurren Lagann, and <laughs> so I watched it. And but I started late, so then by the time I finished, it was three a.m. and I'm like, oh, we're already oh, we're, wow. we're already an hour into the G1. So I watched um pretty much all the pl- preliminary matches for the G. No, so the second half of the prelim card for the G1. Got twenty minutes into Okada Naito, completely fell asleep and woke up during a Naito celebration. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to figure out that you won anything. Oh yeah, just to be completely asleep for the climax, so you don't have any emotional weight. You just wake up asleep for the climax i've been there before i'll tell you what oh god i, I don't even have a follow-up for that i was like so amped <laughs> to have like a follow-up i'm like yeah but that- yeah and also no no nothing no 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 all right no no so, Didi. <laughs> no no riri so no no is always going on about no no riri yeah who I guess I realized, or I thought was a Noriko. Well, yeah, the who, one episode, um, it started out where she actually like she was floating in space. Some do something happened. The she, she before she got found by that that's some dude, and instead of no no Riri, she went no li ko, and of course we're supposed to remember that that was the main character from Gunbuster. I'm like, it's a lot of, I mean, it's a lot of faith in me, show. A lot of faith See, in me. <laughs> like, this came out in 2004. The original Gunbuster came out in 1988. Yeah. We watched the original Gunbuster maybe a year ago. A year ago, yeah. And <laughs> we don't fucking remember what the, <laughs> this character's name is. So the entire time, she's like, I want to be a great pilot, like Nono Riri. And it's really funny because everybody else in this situation, too, because obviously... Yeah. Because it is Nono Riri, and she did. She's been away at space for an entire generation of time. Yeah. So nobody knows who she is. Yeah. But also, I don't remember who the fuck <laughs> she is. So everybody on screen and me were the same. Yeah. Where we were all like, "Who are you talking about?" And Nono would be like, "My hero, Nono Riri," and everybody'd be like, "What is she? What talking is she about? saying?" <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Let me just peel the scratch and sniff snicker off sticker off my forehead. Oh. oh. <laughs> It, it, it smells like undescript powers. <laughs> Very undescript. Horrendously undescript. It took me a little Where while to figure out what they were doing with the whole topless thing because um um I I think topless was just a cr- clumsy translation of like limitless. Yeah, I think yeah, so you, as well. You have no max, you have no top, you have no limit. That's what But of right. course it's an excuse right. for no no to pop her titties out at least like four times. 
Which is totally what she did. I think in the first episode, that was yeah. something that happened that she was like, what, you're topless? I could be topless too. And then she just ripped out her titties. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. But like, that's funny because if I remember in the original Gunbuster, did they also randomly rip out their titties sometimes? Uh, uh, or was that another anime that I'm forgetting? Oh, I mean, that happens in a lot of those these things. But no, I think... Sure. At what- I, I mean like the part where they like specifically rip off the chest cavity of their shirt. Yeah, no, she like... Uh, it was Nordico in the original. She ripped off a little bit of like the... um, Like a little bit of her costume for some reason. I don't remember why. But I think it has something to do with like charging up or like she had to, she did she did it for a reason. But that's where the infamous catchphrase um, "Save the world, Papa Titty" came out. <laughs> Save the world. That's what Papa they said. Papa Titty. Papa Titty. When you no, you have to you have to preempt it with save save the world, Papa Titty. Because even then, it's just like, wait, what did you just say? Excuse me, but I mean, I I guess I have to now, Papa Titty, if it's gonna save the but world. But you gotta save the world. You gotta save the world. Save the, save the world. Earth. Pop titty. Yeah, that that was a theme song from a Super Sentai, because you know I'm I'm cool. Um, the Super Sentai theme was "Save the World, Pop a Titty." No, save save the Earth, save the lives. Ixoge QQ oh. Sentai Go Go Five. Go Go Five. Go Go Five. Yeah, because there's five of them. Yeah, it it was the nice. it was the one. Nice. <laughs> it was the one that later became Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue in the United States. Oh, cool. Yeah. Were they turn into like cats or something? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not even laughing because like they did that a few times. You th- you're probably th- I know they did and I'm thinking I was maybe thinking of one of those. Wild Force is what you're probably thinking. Wild Force. Wild Force Power Rangers. You know, back when the themes went pop punk for no reason. Yeah, for like that weird span of time. Yeah, but I like the weird like almost all like borderline pop thrash metal the the, the originals. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. Yeah. They're the, they're, I mean, they're the best for a reason, you mm-hmm. know. Gunbuster. Um, oh, Gunbuster. Wait, also, since we're talking about, uh, I guess we're vaguely talking about characters. Sure. Can we talk about how nobody mattered? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was a... Can we talk about, like, n- nobody mattered. Like, it, it was the, <clears throat> it was Nono and it was the Princess Lassie or Lalsi or something yeah, like yeah. that. Lek. Or I don't remember. L- Lolsey. It was them two and kind of just everybody else. And maybe that one character, Tycho, who had one episode. Yeah. And like Nicola, that guy mattered until he tried to sexually assault Nono. And then he just oh, did the, it. And then the really it. fucked up response when the princess said, why, why not me? It's like, yeah, yeah. That was one like, was just like weird. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just just terrible writing. <laughs> that was just yeah. that was just badly written. I'm just like, guys, bad writing. This is not this no. If you think this is a thing, you're wrong. No. I I thought so many characters were going to be so important and they turned out to be not important at all. I mean, I mean, even in the context of the original Gunbuster, only a few characters mattered, but this is way less than that even because there's other characters yeah. who had a I don't know. It's also it's also a little weird because we we watched the Gunbuster compilation film rather than the full six episode series, so we definitely have two different mm-hmm. perspectives on on these properties. Mm-hmm. But the Gunbuster movie had did, still had a very tight narrative, and I'm wondering if it cut out a lot of filler because there was some I don't know. The pacing here wasn't bad, but it definitely there was definitely a lot of moments. It had the air of not mattering. Yeah, there were a lot of things. I felt that there were a lot of kind of strings of plot that. Well, 
I mean, how much can you explain in a six-episode series? But but it was weird there, because it did like it was kind of doing the Ava thing where you'd have a lot of downtime. It felt like, and then like a lot of exposition dialogue, which I'm, I'll be honest, I didn't pay attention to. I just oh no, <laughs> went right over my head the whole time. I just I could not be bothered with it. I because they even though I I like that stuff, and I was like, yeah. oh, I want to know an exposition dump. I, I need like a few because I don't get fucking anything that's going on in this world, but. <laughs> What the, but they did them, but they were, they did them, but I already didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I just kind of well, sat there and took it. It was and weird just didn't because really like, it, we had a very, sim- we had kind, of, kind of a simplistic gist here. It's like, hey, the, the weird robot no-no girl wants to be a space pilot and she meets other space pilots and, you know. That's that. She gets like, she gets the fraternity suit and which is very reminiscent of Darling in the Franks. Which is yes. very funny because that came out like twelve years later. So yeah, which is very funny. <laughs> I have some people, some people who were still with Gynex at the time, took took it to trigger and said, "Hey, I've got some source." <laughs> yeah, here's this. Here's the sauce that's gonna make everyone cry for around three days, and everyone's gonna Heck forget yeah. about it. Yeah, let's name our main character hero. Yeah, because we just learned what that word means. <laughs> oh God. Um. But yes, it, to kind of continue your point, there was a lot of weird downtime yeah. for expositions, but it's weird because all the exposition dumps were based on things that we already didn't understand. Yeah. So, like, like for example, what what were those two serpent twin sisters doing the whole time? Oh, I have no idea. Uh. See, see, we like they, they were just we just had a bunch of scenes of like Nicola visiting them. Yeah. And they were just eating. And you're like, who are these weird snake women? Yeah. And then they kind of like summoned this original Buster machine. gunbuster machine. Yeah. And it showed up and everyone was like, oh, that's not the original. That's an alien. That's a space monster. And then everybody's like, well, what space monsters were we fighting then? Yeah. And. They tried. Yeah, they tried to do something interesting, but it, I don't know. It just kind of became verm. <laughs> yeah, no, it just kind of like it was the um, it was it was kind of like every later Gynax thing. Um, it became the anti spiral in fucking Lagan. It's just yeah, the non. Mm-hmm. It became a you know poorly executed like non. It getting Gunbuster to them. It's like who in the original was like who were they fighting? We don't really who, know who were they fighting. Yeah, yeah, I mean in Ava at least it was kind of. You know, it was vague, but you got, you know, you got, you quickly were told, like, hey, this is not the point. <laughs> but, yeah, like, when, yeah. when in this, it, the focus was definitely more so on the action and the environment that they were in. Because we didn't get those deep, deep character dives here. It was pretty formulaic around, like, towards, like, the 20-minute mark. It's like, all right, time for battle again. Let's go fight mm-hmm. the monster. You know, typical, yep. you know, mecha-style stuff. It was fun, but it just wasn't engaged by any of these characters, really. Um, again, episode three was really cool because of like the girl, like, um, it was weird. Like it, it seems like they, episode three was the only one they paid attention to detail. Um, yeah, but like not plot detail, like character emotion and stuff where like she became, the girl became topless and she was all excited because she wanted to save her friend who was dying of, of some illness, Yeah, and, but she couldn't do it. So she was super upset. Um, yeah, but there was a really cool moment here, um, where, um, the girl tried to make a break with her past by throwing like, because this, when this kid was dying, he was like making all this stuff out of clay, and like mm-hmm. and like resin and just like sculpting stuff, 
yep. and he sculpts like this like little crescent moon and like these two orbs. She and this girl, the Taiko, like I forgot her name. Um, mm-hmm. she I think I believe it is Taiko. I don't know if it's ro- ro- pronounced exactly ro- that roller way. coaster tycoon. Uh, yeah, roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. Tai Chi. Yeah, so Tai Chi, um, you know, she had like the stuff in her ears at one point. In a scene I really like, she threw them away as trying to make a clean break with her past. And like, <laughs> you are imitating New Japan Pro Wrestling sensation Tai Chi right I'm now. I'm doing weird microphone Tai Chi right now. <laughs> yep. I, my, our, our holy emperor. Our holy emperor. I yes. love him. I'm sorry. Please continue. Um, It's going to be him and Sho feuding over the KOPW belt now, just so you know. They show, yeah, they teased that last night in the uh, six in like the eight man tag between wow, a few of the five guys and uh, House of Torture. It was great. Where has show been? He's just he's run, he's running around hitting whoever evil tells him to hit and as a member of House of Torture. So it's you know, oh. you know, it's evil show Yudro Takahashi and Dick Togo. So the most, the, mo- the most hated faction in Japan right now. It's awesome. <laughs> So funny, but yeah. So she fucking threw the earrings in a scene I really liked, making a bl- break. With oh her. yeah, like that it was. was I think it was supposed to symbolize her forgiving herself and moving on. And mm-hmm. then uh, what's her name? Nono caught them, and that episode weirdly focused on all these kids who wanted it to snow. And yeah, it was weird because they were like, "Oh, can you bring that snow from up there down to here?" And they're in like a vestibule that yeah. sees the sky. Yeah, and they're and Nono's like. Those are stars, but they're so That's cute. stars, but you're really cute. So, yes, we will do this. But, yeah, in the final battle, they had, like, they froze something. And then mm-hmm. in the fallout of that, all the snow fell down. And so the kids are all happy there's snow around. And yeah. uh, Nono makes a tiny little snowman. And she uses the two orbs as the eyes for the snowman and the crescent moon as the mouth of the jewelry um, mm-hmm. tea threw away. And so... She's crying, I guess. I, I don't know. You could build the symbolism there. Like, was, hey, you know, forgive yourself, but don't forget your past. You know what I mean? Because there's, diff- there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a huge difference between the two that people often kind of conflate. Mm. At least that's my, like, you know, fucking um, interp- interpretation of that scene. Sure. Um, but that's, you know, that's kind of fell within the, the class. Well, you know, the Ava territory more so than Gynax in general. Yeah, but then, sure. But then, you know, as the thing went on, I mean, that was like, after episode three, that was kind of like the emotional climax for me because... After that, it's just like, yeah, because the princess character wasn't nearly as interesting. She wasn't, and I, I really think she should have been. Yeah, but she just wasn't. No, uh, they just didn't do enough to make her interesting. No, uh, wasn't a fan. it was. It was really weird how like Nono was like. I, I've kind of felt it similar to the first Gunbuster with yeah. the, um, the Nono no Noroki. Noriko. No, no, Noriko. Yep. The relationship between Noriko and Kazumi, I yep. think, was the yep. other one. Yep. Um, their relationship, and I thought like that it made sense to carry over like that female friendship angle that like I think Gunbuster tries to has been trying to do. But it was do. so weird because Gunbuster 2 didn't really do that. They didn't. It was very much like a no no idolizing yes. uh princess, whatever. Princess Princess Lalsi yeah. slash Onesama. Yeah. Uh and yeah, it was kind of this weird dynamic that never got explored. It was more. It, was it almost felt more like a shonen jump anti-hero hero type thing, where it's like the yeah. where like the like the like the dark edgy one doesn't want anything to do with the bright preppy idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and inst- like at inst- the end, though, like 
the princess is like, I love you. You're my friend. And I'm like, where, where have they bonded? Exactly. All this stuff? Like, what, what, like, show me a scene that, yeah. they, that they actually, that she actually felt a connection to Nono in. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it was just kind of, I, I mean, I, I understood it, I guess, because I was like, I mean, I, I get that they're going there, but. There's really nothing leading to that point. It's, it's it just, weird because like this, it felt like this film led you to all the points. Like it, it kind of felt like this film, this fucking series, like was left at it was meant for our brains to autocomplete. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's the feeling I got, which is you know that yeah. which you know can be fun, I guess, and can be very interesting depending on the creator. But you know, with this here, I just these characters really you know just nothing a lot of the time um the weird amount of fan service made me laugh more than anything because there's way more boob and yeah. butt than the original um there was a lot yeah, yeah i was like oh huh that's what they're doing this time yeah <laughs> and i was like okay sure it was it was all four so like that thing was starting to become more common and, mm-hmm. he, and we even got some of that in like in this shows it basically i'm calling gurren lagan successor because it's not in terms of story but a lot of the elements carried over into gurren lagan directly so they did um yeah but yeah, even Garn Lagan had a decent amount of fan service. Not not to this level, obviously, but yeah, I mean, but like, you know. yeah, no, we got a decent amount of fan service here, and it wasn't really off-putting. It was just weird. I'm like, why are we doing this? It's like the fan service. Yeah, I, it's, it's like, the, like it's nothing like the fans, I wanted. It's like the, it's like the fan service in, Re, in, in Ava Rebuild, where they were like, oh, it's a commentary. I'm like, you're not providing a commentary. You're just doing the thing. Yeah, you're just doing it. Yeah, yeah. you're just doing <laughs> the thing. You and no. After Anno said for so many years that, you know sex sexual exploitation of like these anime characters is very weird and like you shouldn't be doing it and he just goes and does it <laughs> well but, think, but, but, think like, it also, but everybody's like oh it's a commentary on what's happening in like the anime industry but but you are the anime industry but here's so the weird thing here remember the, thing. the the guy really leading the charge on rebuild the co-director was the director of this so it does add, oh. add some like perspective here yeah it does yeah well let's see um yeah ana was credited as the chief director but uh, um, Sudomaki was like basically called the director of of one through three, and number two was the one where the fan service got really out of hand. You know what I mean? Mm. So mm-hmm. who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe mm. maybe this guy has a blame here. I mean, he's Ano's protege, so he can't be the a normal cat. Yeah, I I guess I'm I'm just picturing in my mind an image of Ano coming into a room when they did the rebuilds. Yeah, and having uh, Sudomaki in there, and Ano just putting his hand out and going. Depression and Sudomaki putting his hand out and horny, but sexy, and then they <laughs> shake hands. <laughs> and oh then, then Ava rebuild was made. <laughs> oh my god! If they just called that series "Sexy Robot Depression," I'd be so happy. I would be so happy. <laughs> oh, or like "Sexy Animatronic Depression," so that it so that it acronyms to "sad." <laughs> Well, well, that one just conjures like um, an image of my mind of like a, a guy who works at like a cross between Chuck E. Cheese and a strip club, just being sad at a table. Oh, that sounds like a one act play. It does sound like a one act play. And then Chuck E. Cheese or one of the animatrons coming over, and be like, "Sir, what's wrong? You haven't touched your cheesy dog." <laughs> and it's just twenty minutes of this guy having dread as and, and someone with with a nice pair of uh, honkity mommy dommies walks by. And then he's like, oh, horny. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, depression, but make it sexy. Depression, but hot. 
<laughs> but hot. And this had no real, uh, I don't know. Th- there was, I didn't really get the emotions behind most of the things that yeah, they were doing. Yeah, again, I felt like the only one I got emotion out of was episode three. Yeah. Um, everyone started dying at one point. But at that point, like you said, it just kind of just felt like, oh, yeah, guy next. You know, I just yeah. So that's that was that really reminded me too of uh of Gurren Lagann. Oh yeah, whenever started like, dying randomly, all the side characters started dying, and I very remember very distinctly during our episode, um, you being like, yeah, and they all died, and I didn't care. Yeah, yeah, you know <laughs> exactly. So that was exactly what happened because there was no build up. Yeah. The only one that had any build at all was Tycho, but they didn't. They just failed to use her for the rest of the show they, they, in they any meaningful way. Her after 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 her admittedly good episode, you know. They basically said, "Oh, you're done. Yeah, you're, you're done. Done. That's all. That's all the character development you get in a lifetime. That's it for you." It's. I, I remember there was the great video where it was like Darling and the Franks in ten minutes. Where after episode sixteen, like the the girl voicing Zero Two in this parody dub just went, "All right, there's my character development for the series. Anybody else up?" And everyone just went, "Me." <laughs> that's exactly what happened though. They yeah. just got it out of the way. What is just so funny that these tr- that these trends keep repeating? I was about to say tropes, but that's mm-hmm. not accurate. Like all these mm-hmm. weird production trends keep going within the former Gynax camp. It's a weird bunch. Yeah. yeah, it's a very weird bunch. And I I I would also like to talk about kind of uh, the ending because oh, yeah. there were a lot of different there were a lot of like different groups involved, but like yeah. there was like the Empire and like I didn't get any of that shit. I don't know what anybody was trying to do. There was and one. Then, I remember one scene that where they just it it was just basically Nerve HQ at one point. I remember. Yes, I remember yes, seeing. Yes, and they were all like sitting yes. in a circle, and I was like, "This is Nerve. Yeah, this is no. This is um. What is it? Sailor. Sailor. Yeah. And it was the Sailor like yeah. setup, and I was like, or like whatever it was yeah. in the in fucking uh, Darling in the Franks. It was like Chimp or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I think it was Chimp or and Ape. Then, yeah, no Ape. It was Ape and then Verm. Ape. Who the fuck is Verm? Who is Verm? Uh, yeah, this this show vermed a little bit, but the, yeah. the ending. Well, they tried. Well, okay. The princess was able to somehow, in like the Battle of Titan, it was called, yeah. uh, in like episode four or five, was able to move Jupiter two. Yes, the second Jupiter. She was able to move yeah, a planet because with they her, blew up the first her... Jupiter and, and fucking gunbuster. Exactly. And then they were about her... to they're about to use Earth as a bomb at one point. And they almost did, I think. They, they were did, supposed but, to. But what's her name? Uh, no, no, because at this point, no, no got um the same power that Zero Two got, where she was the gigantic robot waifu. Yes, big robot waifu, big humanoid robot waifu. Yeah, the only differences were Zero Two was a unicorn. Um, no, no, was not. But no, no, oh, yeah. no, no, just like stopped Earth, and then she just kind of said, "I got it," and then she just kind of sacrificed herself, and then like yeah. the the baddie was defeated. Uh she she looked she looked like a number of fl- flame uh, type Pokemon that I've seen in the past from later she generations. Did. She did. Yeah, so. she had um. The the also the enemy they were fighting was like the the space monster or one of yeah like a space monster. Every time it came out of like a hole, like a black hole, yeah, it made this like very very similar to like a woman screaming sound. Yeah. And every time it did, I just kept looking around my house and I was like, who's screaming? Exactly. Who's screaming? It sounded like a mixture who's between screaming? that and the Godzilla roar. Like it, yes, it, very it, very similar. Yeah, so they like like it, they definitely had that in there, which was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. And like these things were like. They called. They kept like kept referring to him as, like fluctuating gl- gravity wells or something like that. At one point, it was um. <laughs> you just gave the most dismissive look. You're like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Like, I, I I think this like 
it there's a lot of things that they threw at us yeah uh where i well at first like within the first like three or four episodes Mm -hmm. i said to myself oh okay that's in that i don't get it but let me see if i can understand it by episode five and six they could say fucking anything <laughs> they could say anything and i would be like yeah whatever yeah exactly. I, I just just don't understand anything that's going on the world building is so strange <sighs> they, uh, didn't, they didn't do a whole lot um, they just didn't do it uh i mean <laughs> the, uh, it's hard enough that like all of the gunbuster names were so dumb yeah and long yeah and like the only one that i remember because it because it has dicks in it was dicks enough <laughs> <laughs> well the way she pronounced it it almost smelt it almost sounded like dick sniffoo it's like what dick sniff it sounded like it sounded like um dick sniff it, it sounded like she, it legitimately sounded like she was saying dick sniffoo and i'm like what someone's sniffing some dick someone's sniffing dick <laughs> why didn't you call me <laughs> it's saturday night what am i doing over here let me unlock the basement door just sniffing my own dick over here just, just, like an idiot just rubbing your hands give it a big whiff like mm, haven't showered in four days i'm from san francisco <laughs> ew uh wow um okay so we i think we're yeah. making our opinions on this one pretty clear yeah i think we are too i th- there was i think there was one last thing that i wanted to hit on before we got to our final thoughts but okay Ah, I really can't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, so why don't we get to our final the thoughts? Music Maybe I'll try I, li- I like the music. There. I'll say that. Oh, that's what it was. I like the music, uh, and the art was artin. It was very Gynax art. Yes, like, it was. It was good. It was, the animation I thought was great. When they blew the budget, they really blew the budget. Well, you think good. some of the animation looks spotty as hell because one of it my did. One, I, th- I think more towards the beginning it looks spotty. Yes, and even some weird parts in the middle because for some reason there was. I, I took a note on this specifically because there are some scenes where it looked like characters were very much on top of the background instead of in the background. Instead of like, mm. it looked like they're pasted on top. It looked like I don't know what the fuck the te- technical term is for it. But I can relate mm. it to music when, like, the mix is off. Yeah. But no, yeah, it looked like literally characters were pasted on the screen ahead of the background instead of existing in this world. It looked, some of the shots looked, it looked like they were green screened in. It was very strange. Mm. It happened a couple of times. To the Interesting. Point, it wasn't a lot, but once, I, once it happened the first time, I kept my eye out for it. And it only may have been, like, four or five instances in the whole, in the whole course of the show. But still, it, the animation here, you know, and I, again mid 2000s to early 2000s sometimes looked terrible and the beginning episodes especially this was a problem because sometimes like the color palettes and these things were very drab to me like they're like yeah. if you look in episode one of this one in particular there's a weird gray overtone to yes, a lot it's of like it. gray and like a dark green it's like kind of over dulled you know what i mean like, yeah it's very dull it's like yeah. the whole ghost us uh, no not ghost uh not ghost stories uh school days vibe where it's like ev- days, everything yes. was like mm-hmm. weirdly gray and dull and lifeless. You had that a little bit in here in some points too. So mm-hmm. I can't, I can't give the show overwhelming praise for the animation and art style here just because of that. So what what looked good looked good, but also yeah. this is, is coming from a guy who's not really into the mid two thousand stuff. It just looks weird to me a lot of the time. Yeah, I I mean the. The things that look the best were the space scenes to me. Yeah, like definitely. Were, you like, tell fighting that's, in that's, space and like the combat, like that was the big stuff. Yeah, there. no, that's definitely the spot that they really tried their best, and it looked very good. I will say that. But yeah, no, some of the we- some of the minor stuff, not uh, honestly. Yeah. At that point, I'm like, just cut. Just when you don't have the money, cut to a background and let the voice actors go nuts. It's what it worked for yep. Ava. 
You know what I mean? Yep. Sa- yep. For save sure. money when you need to. Yep. But yeah, that. But uh, the music in this I really liked because it definitely invoked a lot of like the live action monster movie stuff that a lot of Anno soundtracks do. A lot of Gainax mm-hmm. stuff does because I think it's just mm-hmm. Anno likes that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, it's very cinematic, very cinematic, very um, very monster movie esque. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, a lot mm-hmm. of times it feels like Godzilla coming out of the ocean. Very dramatic. Right. Um, you could tell because, um, Anno just did, um, not that Anno did this, but like anyone who was touched by him in a creative sense, because Anno <laughs> literally just finished, uh, a Godzilla movie, a Ultraman movie and a Kamen Rider movie. Yeah, so that's right. He loves his live action stuff. And that, yeah. and the only thing that really carries over is the music from all those really carry over to all his animated works. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. funny enough, in, oh, oh, there's another thing I want to note on. In 04, while this was being made, Anna was busy making the live-action Cutie Honey movie, which was also a Studio Gainax production. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see both sides of that office in 2004. Oh, my God. It would have been crazy. But you could, you could like, see a little bit of Cutie Honey and No-No just in terms of, like, the ditziness. Yeah, sure. Ditzy, mm-hmm. you know. And also, she's a cyborg. So, with yeah, pink that hair. Too. <laughs> that, that, too. That, too. That actually pink, does work. Pink hair, ditzy cyborg, you know, who's fighting off, you know. And on this weird enemy, um, you know, it just it, it, they, there's an inter- interbleeding going on here. Yeah, and I I don't know what what were your what were your thoughts like? I guess like maybe I can ask you the question. Sure. Was it bad? Because we spent a lot of this time shitting on it, which and the, we pointed out some bright points. I think like the brightest point for me was. Uh, just not ironically, but the ending yeah. when you know you realize that I like, did the first love the people from when, when the they, first Gunbuster were coming back, and I was like, actually, that's pretty awesome. I like I that tie-in that they did. I love the ending because I love the ending of the original Gunbuster and them to take their real time to say like it also just gives context to who lit up the giant sign like saying "Welcome home," like you know, yeah, mm-hmm. and and you learn the princess's personal reason behind it, having that connection with Nono, who really wanted Gunbuster one and two to come home. So mm-hmm. that was really cool to see. I really dug that. Yeah. Um, dug that. Dug the episode three. Some of the art. Some of the music. However, as a six-episode experience, completely inessential viewing. I don't think mm-hmm. Gun- Gunbuster is necessary by any means, but I enjoyed the fact that I saw it. Um, I enjoyed parts of this, but did I need it? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And the faults here were just a little too mounting for me to say it was good. I got to go bad with this one. I just, six mm-hmm. episodes didn't do a whole lot for me. And it, I, I could have never saw this. I think this was kind of just not what well, wasn't what it could have been. Disappointed. And I got to call it a bad experience, viewing experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm usually not extremely harsh on things, I feel <laughs> like. And well, this, no, I, you I've you were been... not uh, at first, and then we'll talk about it two months later. You'll be very harsh, and then you'll correct yourself in uh, the uh, like the uh, and the, all our season wrap ups because you've already talked yeah. to me about a few things reviewed. You said fuck this show, and yeah. I'm like, you said it wasn't bad, or in one case, you said you liked the show, and you're like, no, fuck it. I'm like, really? What happened? Wow. But I'm trying to get more real time with my with my thoughts and opinions here, so that I don't like. Maybe dwell on them as much. I mean, opinions change over time, sure. Well, but of course, we're humans. I, uh, yeah, yeah, we're humans. Yes. But I, I think this one, I will also say it's bad. Good. Um, I'm going to go bad. Nice. I think because they tried really hard to capture my attention, and yeah. they didn't. They just didn't. Like, no. I, there's like barely anything. I like the ending. The animation was cool in parts. Mm-hmm. 
other than that, like there was really nothing fun or exciting or no. fascinating about this that I maybe haven't already seen in a Gainax production. And like maybe, you know, maybe that's on me. If like I've watched this in 2004 at this age, maybe I would have a different opinion of it. But there's just but we so can't, much yeah, we can't other do that. yeah. stuff that's just been out there that's been done like this and that yeah. Gainax has done like this. Like yeah. I mentioned before, like the ending, even the ending, my favorite part of the series when, you know, the two pilots yeah. are coming back like after traveling through yeah. space for like, and they use the same credit font eons. as they did in the original Gunbuster, which is cool. But they did, but yeah, they did, which is cool. But like, but I, I would—that's like a—that's a thing that I saw in Darling in the Franks. That's a yeah. thing. Like, it's just like traveling through space, meandering until you get home or something. Yeah, right? Exactly. And like, um, I did, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't need more Gunbuster. You know? Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't need more. I think it was perfectly fine. Exactly. As the as a like self-contained thing, and even the self-contained original Gunbuster, I thought was just it was fine. Like I I didn't like love it particularly. I didn't love it. But I, I, thought that, I still it. think that one was a good was a good viewing experience. I, you know, again, it was better. It was much better than this. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's, that's 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 beyond say. reproach. That is. This anyway. was just it was just bloated in all the wrong directions, and it just kind of kept building stories yeah. for for nothing yeah it like often started friends threads that it could not finish yeah and then it just kind of ended and you know i didn't have to see it it, it was uh it's kind of a waste of time honestly i yeah. think it was quite a waste of time if not a lot for the of podcast like i would not recommend anybody watch this honestly no yeah if, if you're a hardcore gynax fan that's the only people i could recommend this to if you're a hardcore gynax nut because you might yeah but honestly, if you're a hardcore Gynax head, just watch the original Gunbuster and you're good. Yeah, I think do that. And if you are, if you do love Studio Gynax's stuff, I can recommend this to you. But I don't think I can recommend it to you as like a, oh, you'll love this. It's more like a, oh, this is a fun little thing for you. Exactly. Like, well, this yeah, is something it has fun that parts. You can you can watch. Yeah. That you you may think about other things while watching. Yeah. Um. No. Just nah. Just no. Yeah. No, oh, thank you. Bye. No, no. No, no, re re. No, no, re re. No, bye no. bye. Bye bye. It's bad. Wow. Oh my God. What a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime, and you can leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on we'll read them all anyways we don't care i love you kiss kiss simple equations podcast network